twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roque. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll discuss why the Motorola CLS 1110 and CLS 1410 radios are so popular with many businesses and which industries prefer them over other radios. We'll also take some of your comments and questions from our blog, YouTube channel, and forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. Well, it's no secret that the Motorola CLS series radios are very popular with a lot of businesses. Um... But why is it? What What is it that makes these radios so popular? And which industries in particular prefer these radios over other uh, on-site business radios? Well, you know, the, the Motorola CLS series has been around as long as we've been selling business radios. And um, there, there's a good reason. Motorola is not going to get rid of a, a series of radios that sell as well as the CLS series. They've been very little changes in this series as well, as long as that we've been been selling them. And they've they've been, had like maybe one change? Yeah, I remember last? one refresh a couple of years ago, um, but very little change. And, and it's because they did such a good job when they designed this series that um, – the, this this series of radios is everywhere. You, when you walk in a major retailer, you walk in most of uh, your restaurants, mm-hmm. um, big chains of restaurants, you're going to see a Motorola CLS 1110 or a Motorola CLS 1410. And we've mentioned uh, the CLS series of radios quite a few times over the 133 previous episodes of the two-way radio show. But we've never done an episode specifically on this model and uh, what makes it so popular. What did Motorola do right when they designed this radio? And maybe what are some other options if you're um, in this category of radios? Well, let's take, for just a moment, let's take a, a step back and, and uh, find out exactly why businesses uh, use – a lot of these businesses use radios to begin with. Um, well, radios make a business more efficient. Um, radios in general are a tool that, um, makes a business money. I mean, they, they save you time because you don't, uh, you know, it, instant communication saves mm-hmm. you from having to walk <laughs> to talk to whoever else you're trying to communicate with. So, um, think about some of the industries that, that the CLS series are popular with, such as retailers, for example. Um, if you are running security in a retail store, Having a radio and being able to instantly talk to another member of your team is, is, um, think of the time saver. Right. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Now, hospitality, um, uh, uh, restaurants, uh, a, a lot of those different industries, 
Uh, right. a, rely a server, on radio communications. A server mm. or a hostess being able to instantly communicate mm. with other members of the staff. These radios are so popular, or radios in general are so popular because they pay for themselves, mm. and generally they pay for themselves quickly. The CLS series in particular, I would put in a category of small, short-range radios. Mm. Um, these are one-watt radios, and uh, usually you see them used in um, – environments where long range isn't required. Like you're, mm. you're probably not going to see a CLS radio used uh, outside by a, a construction crew or, right. or uh, you're not going to see this radio used in a 50 story hotel. Um, you see this in um, like, for example, a Best Buy. Best Buy mm. uses this radio. Total Wine. I go into the Total Wine and and, uh, and see them in use all the time. you're drunk, Rick. <laughs> Target uses this radio. So think of um, stores or facilities around that size, and um, they don't need a whole lot of range, so they can choose a very small, very light radio. Um, you don't need uh, a, a more a powerful radio is usually larger. Mm-hmm. And uh, the benefit of the CLS is that it's so small and so lightweight. I think it was a game changer that they made the CLS because I can, if, if, and I may be mistaken, but I'm going to go with it anyway. But I think the CLS was probably the first little radio out there. I mean, for years yeah. before I got in the radio business, if you went to a, a restaurant using radios, they were using bigger traditional five watt looking radios, but I mean, even Motorola, when I started here, CLS was fairly new mm-hmm. and even a, a one watt, two watt radio, you know, the, remember the old XU 1100s and yeah, they X, were, a, big, they were yeah. a big radio. Well, that's yeah. the, one watts perfect for a restaurant, perfect for a dental office, a catering business, but it's a bulky radio going to the CLS was an absolute game changer. And then throwing the push to talk on the front. Yeah, that's, that's, that's with the big round button. That's, I think they paved the way for, you know, a lot of these other manufacturers to to kind of follow the lead and 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 copy them, making them smaller. Right. Well, I mean, there's no doubt that when it comes down to the bottom line, I mean, choosing two way radios for any operation like that is just simply good business sense. And and of course, as you just said, the CLS radios being uh, early entrance because they've been there for so so long uh they've they've had time to kind of entrench themselves into that that market but the thing is though still with all these other manufacturers coming out with radios i mean uh, you know kenwood and and some of these other uh, companies that now have these little radios aimed specifically at that same market the cls series is still the top dog in it and and so why in particular the cls radios uh, is it just because they've been around so long and everybody's just been used to those radios? I think that they're fairly inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you look at uh, radios in this class by large manufacturers, at least, um, the CLS series is on the low end price-wise. And they, they have basic functionality. Um, so you may see some other manufacturers adding uh, additional functionality, but businesses don't want additional functionality for the most part. They want to be able to push a button and talk. And the these radios work for that. The speaker is not great, but it's adequate. The um, 
range is adequate. I mean, you, you wouldn't want to put a larger antenna on there to Im- improve the range. You wouldn't want to make the radio bigger. It does what it's supposed to do. Now, for, as far as the speaker is concerned, yeah, the speaker is pretty tiny and tinny, but a lot of these users and businesses aren't using the speaker anyway. No, the ones that I've seen, they're, they're using earpieces, yeah. which, is, which is fine for that. Um, and of course, as you just said, Anthony, that large push to talk is definitely an advantage because you don't even have to look at the radio. You can just reach down and just tap the, the, the push to talk button or something and, and, you're, the and PTT, you're good. For those of you who haven't but, seen a, a CLS radio, the PTT is large and it's on the very top of the front of the radio. Most radios, it's on the side, but it, it's on the front of the radio in this case. Now, they also replicated that. Uh, functionality with the CLP series as well, but but yet it's still the CLS radios that are the top dog. Now, Anthony, when people are calling you about radio, spe- you know specifically for that niche, uh, for that type of business, how often are they actually specifically asking for a CLS radio, and uh, or as opposed to maybe just asking what's available? I think. If somebody's calling for, I mean, most of our customers, when they call, they don't know what they're looking for anyway. They mm-hmm. think they, you know, they, they're clueless about wattages and and channels and things like that. Um, I mean, we always do a good job to listen to what people, what they're, you know, if they, they call us and say, you know, we're a 5,000 square foot dental office um, or a catering business, whatever, and my budget is this and mm-hmm. you know, I want something lightweight and, and easy to use. Not with a lot of the CLS is the go-to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, when we're talking about say the PKT 23 or something like that. Now the thing about the PKT 23, it's got a little bitty button on it. So the kind of, you know, compared to the CLS, I think the downfalls think- of the, to the, to the PKT is, is the options for accessories for mm-hmm. your headset options. Um, yeah, yeah the M1 yeah. connector that that the CLS uses, it's used across the board on all their BRS radios for the most part, other than their their uh, CLP series. But there are hundreds of audio accessories uh, right. for the CLS all, series. I mean, different ear earpiece styles and pushed across the board. PKT is very limited. Okay, and um, I think you're onto something right there. I think what we're really looking at here is the ability to accessorize. Uh, if if there are a multitude of accessories for a radio for a business, um, would you agree that the CLS pretty much wins that hands down? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's that's they're a easy big. To, they're easy to accessorize. Um, they do use a standard Motorola port though, so there are other Motorola accessories. And when we talk about competing series of radios, Motorola has the DLR series which has the same accessory connector. Mm-hmm. So if you if you like the CLS series and you want to go digital, Motorola has um, come up with the DLR series. It uses 900 megahertz frequencies um, and digital technology. It has some advanced functions. Um, and it has the same accessory selection because it's, mm-hmm. it's the same connector as the CLS, um, but it's more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, more expensive, but it's the same size. It's the same shape, mm-hmm. same style holster. They basically <laughs> cloned the CLS series and made a digital radio out of it. The um, CLP series, I mentioned that earlier. Uh-huh. Um, that's actually a lighter radio. Mm-hmm. It's still a one-watt radio, but it's it's lighter. 
It actually has some functionality that I like to it that the that the CLS uh, series lacks, uh, namely with the the color coded um, thing they have. But the thing is that they don't have as many, and it's still a Motorola, but they don't have as many accessories available for that as the CLS does. Yeah, they've got uh, the, the same problem as the PKT twenty three. It's a different connector. And now when the, the CLP series came, first came out. Um, I thought that they were really on to something with it. I mean, wh- what it does is um, removes the speaker. You yeah. must use an earpiece with the CLP series. Um, and by removing the speaker, they made the radio even smaller. They made the push-to-talk button even larger. And you can really hide that thing. You can stick it in your shirt pocket or whatever. Nobody knows you have it. I think they made a, a little Velcro attachment or something. It was a, a magnet. magnet. It was a magnet, yeah. Um Wow, I mean, I thought at first that it might even be a CLS killer, but it, it wasn't. No, the CL, CLS series is still just as popular as ever. Um, now, the CLPs are analog radios. They're compatible with the CLS, um, but they, uh, I don't know, they, they made some what I thought were very good design decisions, moving away from channel numbers, moving to mm-hmm. colors, which are more visual and don't require looking at a, a small screen. Um, everything is voice prompted mm-hmm. through the menu, but still the, the CLS is, uh, is more popular. The price isn't even so bad on the CLP series either. They, they yeah. are more expensive than the CLSs, but not much more expensive when you factor that they include the earpiece. Well, like the 1060 is definitely more expensive, but that's a Bluetooth. Well, is that Bluetooth? Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's Bluetooth, Bluetooth. radio. But the 1010 and the 1040, um, not, yeah. when you factor a, like a 1410 plus an earpiece, you're in that ballpark with the CLPs. Mm-hmm. So when it, what it comes down to, I mean, you have several the, – the CLS radios have several things going for them. Uh, the, the lightweight, the fact that they've been in the market for so long and people, are, people know them, they're used to them, they're familiar with them uh, somewhat more – and uh, I mean, of course, they're comfortable to wear. They're easy to configure. They're they're easy to use, and they're built for daily use. It's not like you can that uh, they'll survive a bunch of wax with a hammer or something. But I mean, for the most part, you you can you can use them day to day in a lot of different scenarios, and they'll they'll hold up pretty well. Definitely, they're they're built for business use, for mm-hmm. everyday use. And there are a lot of accessories available to them. Um, is that that pretty much? Does that pretty much sum up the CLS uh, series in general? Uh, I think so. I think Motorola really hit it out of the park um, with this series. And it was probably a more successful radio series than even they expected it to be. Um, I see that radio everywhere. I mean, I I see it everywhere. And I see it for lots of different applications. I mean, I know I've sold them to restaurants, dental offices, I've sold them to a trampoline park, you know, indoor trampoline park, um, catering businesses, photographers mm-hmm. that you know, wedding photographers, all sorts. I mean, just it, this, the sky's the limit. You know, it's 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 good for lots of different applications, short range mm-hmm. applications. I remember going to a shoe store with my wife and and my family uh, uh, shoe shopping, and and everybody everybody had one, and with with a with a an earpiece. Everybody on the floor had them. Um, Target uses them. I mentioned earlier the mm-hmm. the Target ones are actually red. 
Have you ever noticed that? Yes. They make a special color. Mm-hmm. I guess when you're Target mm-hmm. and you, you're buying, yeah, Target, you're buying that. That. they <laughs> they throw in and they're and they're not compatible with CLSs out of the box. They change the frequency, right? They yeah, put some different uh, frequencies in there. So, so what more can we say about this radio? It's just it it it's it's the CLS. Maybe we can talk <laughs> about what didn't work with the CLS series. There used to be a third model. Right, um, right now we have the CLS 1110 and the CLS 1410. There Those used the to be model. a CLS 1450. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen that one? That No, is that the one we don't talk about? We don't talk <laughs> about it because no one wants it. It, it no. has a cordless phone built in. It's a wait, radio wait, 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 wait. slash I, cordless I phone. I haven't heard this. Wait a minute. I, I must have missed this one. It has a cordless phone built into the radio. That's what I said. It's a CLS radio plus I think they still cordless show phone it in, in one. Some of their pictures as well. Like if you find an old multi-unit picture, they used to put a 1110, a 1410, and the 1450 in there. A cordless phone. What was the purported purpose of that? To be able to to for dual functionality. Um, well, I guess that uh, a lot of businesses used to, yeah, you used to have people walk around in a retail store, for example, and they used to have to answer the phone if someone called mm. or be available on the radio. So two devices in one. It didn't work out. I guess um, maybe phones mm. are starting to go out of uh, fashion. Well, I, I don't know of too many businesses. Well, I don't know of anybody that uses a landline phone personally. I mean, we got rid of ours we Over still, a we still use them at buy2aradios.com. We, we still, do. We have landline phones. We, we, oh, we, we have do. VoIP phones. Yeah, yeah, I don't phones. Phone necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a true landline uh, phone, but. But um, our faxes. Yeah, we, we, we do have a true fax. fax. We true. have a fax machine. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the bill for our fax line is almost as much as the bill for our <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> oh, crazy. my goodness. Uh, but um, I, I don't see too many businesses using landline phones anymore uh, anyway. So perhaps it is. How much more was that? F- that must have been a lot more. That oh, the, probably the, the memory too. doesn't work that well. I had it blocked out of my memory until Danny had to ruin it and bring it back. I mean, I, Was that bad? <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those deals. It was like, why? One of those. One of those On paper, it looked great. But I think it just, you know. It, it wasn't needed. You know, the CLS 1110 or 1410 is perfect as is. You know, I think we still get people occasionally that ask us for that radio. I've seen um, maybe um, I'm not really talking to the customers on the phone so much, but I believe I saw a forum post. Um, it might have been. Not it might too have long right ago. over my head. I don't know. Yeah, you probably didn't catch that the 1450, 1450 was, was the cordless phone model. T- yeah, I – I didn't. I was really unaware of, of that one for the most part. Hey, I learned something today on the two way radio show. There you go. <laughs> How about that? Um, and that doesn't happen every day. But no, actually, I've learned a lot. But um, the CLS ten fifty is that what it was? Fourteen fifty. Fourteen fifty. CLS fourteen fifty. All right, so what what else can we say about these radios? I mean, uh, we we covered the advantages, uh, disadvantages. It doesn't seem there doesn't seem to be a whole lot for disadvantages to this radio when it's in the right venue, right? Yeah, there. I would say there are some disadvantages. I mean, you can come up with disadvantages, but um, if you're using it 
in the market that they're intended for, mm-hmm. there are very few disadvantages. Right. Um, I would say, you know, if, if you if you need a lot of range, it's not the radio for you. If you need to use a radio with a repeater, it's not the radio for you. Mm-hmm. If you're you a super loud environment, it's yeah. probably without an earpiece, it's not the radio for you. Or if you're in a super destructive environment, uh, you know, like in an, on a heavy construction site or something, it's probably not the radio. Right. If, if you're it's, using it, though, in one of the markets it's intended for, yeah. then it's probably the perfect radio for you. So, um, do you guys uh, expect to see this continue to to be uh, a leader in in, uh, in its business niche for for a long time to come? I don't think this radio is going anywhere. I don't think I they're think, ever going to get rid of it. I think Motorola would have to be out of their minds to get rid of the, the CLS series. Because <laughs> someone would get fired <laughs> if, if that happened. I believe. All right. Well. Uh, Okay. We have a Twitter poll on who's getting fired from Motorola. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any other comments on the Motorola CLS series? Yeah, I've said else? it all. Okay. All right. We'll have some uh, comments and questions from our blog, YouTube channel, and forums at twowayradioforum.com. Uh, the first one comes from John, and he want, he's um, asking about uh, – Giant a radio is made by Giant. He says, "Where can I find other radios manufactured by Giant similar to the MT350R?" And that's from John. Hmm. I don't think he's going to be able to find too many. No, um, Giant. Well, <laughs> good question. Uh, giant. I don't believe that they're Giant anymore. Uh, mm. Giant um, isn't making Motorola talk about. So Motorola. Uh, stopped outsourcing the Motorola used to license their brand to Giant um, and Giant made the radios and labeled them Motorola talk about um, Giant has either gone away or changed their name but now Giant's manufacturing Cobra radios of all or, things <laughs> well in any case uh, Giant's uh, yard sale you could probably find a Giant uh, radio or eBay or you may you be able to find an Olympia um, yeah. Still, maybe there are some retailers that still have Olympia. I think we got a few R three hundreds left. We do. Yeah. We have a few R three hundreds. The R three hundred is similar to the MR three fifty, not the MT. I think you want the R five hundred, maybe. And that one's long gone. Yeah, that one's gone. That's the repeater capable. In fact, that was pretty much the last of the repeater capable handhelds that were out on the market. Yeah. What we need is we need a new. We need a new. Repeater capable handheld uh, to come out. That's that's basically what we need. So uh, Midland Cobra, anybody is listening, uh, hey, uh, there there's still demand for those. I wouldn't say it's huge, but it's 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 there. Um, all right, our next comment comes from Cat, and I really like this one. By the way, um, she's responding to uh, the uh, uh, the difference between uh, radio and walkie-talkie. I, I love this one. She says, while reading this, my mom brain kicked in and thought of a way to break it down to a super simple form. Every square, walkie-talkie, is a rectangle, two-way radio. However, not every rectangle, two-way radio, is a square, walkie-talkie. And that's from Cat. That's a great analogy. You know, we were talking about, okay, what's, what's the difference between a two-way radio and a walkie-talkie? Well, 
every two-way, you know, every walkie-talkie is a two-way radio, but not every two-way radio is a walkie-talkie. Some of them are mobile, some of them are base stations, some of them are various other um, uh, forms, but uh, but that's a great little analogy. I like that. I agree. That's, that's a really good one. Good thinking. So, yeah. That should go on a t-shirt. Yeah, I think we'll send her one. That should go on a t-shirt. Oh, that should go on a t-shirt. Yeah, you're right. We should put it on a t-shirt and send it to her. There you go. (laughs) Even better. Wouldn't Uh, she be surprised? I'd be surprised. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) All right. Well, the uh, the next one comes from Matt, and um, uh, he wants to know, I have the Unident Pro 401HH handheld radio. Do I need to program channels? And uh, that's from Matt. Um, the pro CB, yeah, that's a CB radio. You can't, those are presets. You can't, you can't program those. So, um, sorry, Matt, (laughs) that was an easy one. Um, we have one from, uh, P citizen and he said, I just received a new Midland MXT 400. I noticed that right out of the box, FRS channels eight through 14 are skipped in scan mode and cannot be accessed manually. Is this indicative of normal functions on this radio? And that's from PC, uh, that's from P citizen. Uh, and the answer is yes, because channels eight through 14 are FRS, uh, channels. The low power ones, and uh, the MXT four hundred is a GMRS only radio, so uh, so they are going to skip those channels because they you know you're not going to be able to um, the MXT four hundred is capable of of uh, transmitting up to forty watts, so you definitely can't transmit on uh, the FRS channels at that wattage. Um, but here we here we go. We have a couple on the T eight hundred. This is from our T eight hundred. Uh, videos. Uh, this is from Yuppie, the Yuppie Hobo. He wants hmm. to know, does each radio have to be connected to an individual phone for the GPS function to work? For instance, I can't ask my crew to use their personal cell phones, but I still want to be able to track their radios. Can this be done if I'm the only one using the app? And that's from the Yuppie Hobo. It cannot. Each radio has to be paired uh, with a smartphone if you want to do the location functions. Yeah. Uh, next one comes from uh, from Fira, and uh, he wants to know, can I surf the internet using the Motorola T800? That's from Fira. Uh, if you're sitting at your laptop, sure. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to put. I, I had to read that one. It was uh, no. The answer. The short answer, and it's going to stay short, is no. <laughs> uh, Roger uh, is is. Uh, Don't send that guy a t-shirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No t-shirt for you. No t-shirt, no for, t-shirt you. for you. Put t-shirt in a little more effort next time. <laughs> yeah. uh, Roger wants to know uh, about the MD twenty seventeen. Uh, this is. Uh, uh, it's an Anthony question, I think. He uh, wants to know, will you do a video on the TYT MD2017 VFO mode? And that's from Roger. How about it, Anthony? Should we do a video on VFO mode for the MD2017? Hmm. I don't know that you can do a true VFO mode on there. If the, if the <clears throat> I've never tried VFO mode on a 2017. I've tried it on 9600. It's not like a traditional Beofeng UV5R where you hit a button and you can type in your your uh, your your frequencies and and 
on the on the 9600 it's more as a vfo is more as a simplex or listen only type application you're not you can't go in and add a repeater offset to it from what i've from my few minutes of playing with it um Mm -hmm. i would imagine the 2017 is probably the same way i'll look at it and see if it's something that warrants uh, a video probably more like a blog post maybe but uh, you know we'll see we'll, we'll look at it absolutely All right. something worth investigating stay tuned to mm-hmm. our youtube channel and we have a couple on the dtr 600 on our dtr 600 uh video uh this one from adam he says great video i wonder when uh, by two-way radios will do a review of kenwood nxdn dmr line of radios i'm looking for a reasonable price handheld to carry for rail fanning and to use on two meter handbands and that's from adam well um didn't we do a video on the we nxp did. 500 from kenwood we did adam you're in luck yeah the nxp 500 we just did that one uh, about a what a couple months ago a little bit less than that and uh uh that's an nxdn radio there you go. Merry there Christmas. You know. So check that one out. <laughs> and uh, our last one comes from uh, H. What is this? Our last one comes from HJCF0520. Okay. He says, uh, and he's also re- uh, he's also uh, talking about the DTR600. He said, great radio. Thanks for showing the programming software. And that's from HJCF0520. And that's one thing that we made a point of doing in this video yeah. is to, to show the programming software. We need to do more of that. People like seeing yeah. the programming software. Yeah, definitely. Actually, I'd like to do a couple of videos with, with Anthony coming up on, on programming, you know, like programming the uh, MD380 and the 390, stuff like that. Just showing Because we get a lot of requests from people saying, hey, can you do a video, a programming video on just some of the basic, you know, mm. programming features of some of those digital radios. It'll take days. Well, everyone yeah. should uh, check out our YouTube channel. We've got uh, Rick has done videos. I've done videos. Anthony has done videos. So um, we should out, all do one together. We should all do one together. And, and uh, we should live stream a podcast. You know what? I think we should. What do you all think? Uh, what What do you think? It, it, should we live stream one of our podcasts coming up? There's your, uh, next Twitter. There's your next Twitter. There's your next Twitter. That's a good one. So we'll we'll put that out there. All right. Well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwoayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the two-way radio show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or Spotify, and also on your smart speaker if you have an Amazon uh, Echo or a Google smart speaker, uh, you can. You do can you know do where you can't listen to it on? What can't you listen a to? A T800. A T8. That's right. You cannot listen to it on a T800. Can I listen to the show on a T800? Yeah. Yet. <laughs> we'll find a way. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we go, any other final comments? I don't uh, think we beat that one to death. <laughs> we did too. I don't think so. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. 
Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.